We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Is everything good? Let's find out. Oh, looks like it is. Hello. What's going on? Oh, that's fun. I'm getting an ad before I can... Can I... Is there no... Is there no better way to do that? Okay, you know, it's it's great. I, I actually like... Uh... <laughs> no, I think that means I must be live. So that's... That's good news. That's good news. Um... And then... Uh... I don't... I, I do want to watch the Super Mario trailer, but that's entirely unrelated to today's podcast. Is audio working? Yeah, okay, it's good. Um, so, hello. Let's do the podcast, but it's number four. Um, got, a, got a new overlay coming. That's going to be fun, by the way. Uh, let's see how easily I can switch over to same Minecraft. Just do a quick check. Screen cap two should do it. Does not do it. Okay. Is there anything here? There is not. That's interesting. It's just a black screen. Just to clarify, this works, and that's the Elgato cam. Oh, this is this is a different device. That's why I'm dumb. There we go. Just throw that in the corner. Hello, I'm Toycat, and welcome to Deep in the Mind. This is my audio-only show, and this week it is sponsored, by the way, but more on that later. Thank you to Becca. You know, actually, I can just try again. It's <laughs> the great thing about this. Um, okay, um, make sure that audio isn't too loud. I mean, if it is, that'll be a nice backing to the podcast today. Hello, I'm Toycat. You know what, maybe IBX Toycat. 
Hello, I'm ABX Toycat, and welcome back to Deep in the Mine, episode 4. Today we're talking about the really serious thing that is Minecraft updates and the entirely new formula they're trying out. It seems to have been taking a very interesting direction, as we saw this week with the latest update. But before we talk about any and all of that, I wanted to mention that this week's show is indeed sponsored. Thank you to BetHelp for that. More on that later. I'm kind of winging it with the the sponsor spots today. It'll be a lot of fun, I hope. Maybe you'll agree. Speaking of things you might agree with, um, yeah, this is the audio-only show. It's available here on YouTube where there's video, so calling it audio-only is misleading maybe, but it's also on Spotify where you can listen if you're a Spotify person, and then it'll show up on your your yearly Spotify recap because it's definitely a song and not a podcast. If you if you believe in yourself, anything can be a song. And honestly, uh, there is this element of like, yeah, if you believe in yourself, anything can be anything. But there's also an element of things need to happen, and that's why it's exciting when we see a brand new Minecraft update, because this thing that was entirely theoretical up to that point becomes real, becomes a, a physical uh, a product that we can enjoy. And by the way, you, you know, like this, this, this book was probably a fun idea before they made it, but now we've got the physical Blockopedia, and <laughs> this is so many years old, by the way, like, the problem with making books about Minecraft is the game updates too quickly, which is what I wanted to talk about. Like, you know, everything, everything just looks old and weird in that book. Um, Minecraft uh, released uh, two brand new updates this week, 1.19.3 for Java and 1.19.50 for Bedrock. The update names don't really matter. What does matter, though, is that they've made a shift away from something we've seen since the earliest days of console edition, since the earliest days of Java, the earliest days of even uh, you know, the, the, the Pocket Edition featured a lot of this. Bug fix updates are a requirement for every single game and piece of product. You know, like, whenever you download a new update for something on your phone, sometimes you might get one exciting new feature, but most of the time you just get, oh yeah, it's more reliable now than it was before. Um, if you look at giant companies that have, the, you know, like, how is it that 100,000 people work at a given social media company? And it's because they've got a lot of things like that they need to do. The, the, the rate, you know, like, it's the equivalent of planting seeds or uh, picking up seeds in Minecraft versus the equivalent of building a mega base. You need the those seeds so you have food so you can do the big stuff, but also no one's excited to get back into Minecraft because they're like, oh, have you heard about the new seeds that you could plant? They're like, I want to build a brand new mega base that blows everyone away. And honestly, I, to I totally see, I totally understand that. Um, and uh, that that's why I have always, I've, I've seen this myself. And honestly, I try to train it out myself, but I totally feel it as well, that when a brand new Minecraft update comes out, what is most exciting to me is when it includes new features. I no bug fixes are important, but what do I care? And what does anyone in the community care? They're like, oh yay, there's this tiny, rare, small chance that could be very fatal if it happened, but if I'm being honest, it's never happened to me. And so people care about the bugs that affect them, whereas everyone can enjoy a new feature. Even if realistically, like, you know, what percent of players are actually having uh, fire, uh, not fireflies, <laughs> I mean, what percent of players have fireflies? I'll give you a clue, it's none. But uh, what percent of players are actually having frogs eat magma cubes. It's a really great feature that lets you have one of the most beautiful, luminescent, etc. blocks. However, you know, if we're like, if we look past that, the tiniest bit, right? If we if we were to try a little bit harder and say, well, yeah, they're, 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 even though people don't enjoy these things, they are, even though people don't use these things, we might say, they enjoy the idea that they're there, and so feature updates are the ones people like. And so we had a kind of schedule where 
one big update comes out, then they spend some time fixing it, then a big update comes out, then they spend some time fixing it, and if you're in the know, you know that it means that 1.20 is a big update. 1.19, that's a big update. 1.19.1, that's a small update, because of the, you know, you could piece that together, but to the average player, it's like, again, when you when Twitter updates on your phone, when Chrome updates on your phone, when, uh, when you, when you buy the latest version of the Blockopedia, and you're like, did they, did they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you can't update a book. It's stuck in stone forever. You don't have to be like, oh, I can't read my book today. It needs an update. But that does happen for your other software, and it's a little bit annoying when you when you run into the issue of, oh, yeah, I can't use my thing because it's doing an update, and I don't know why. I never know why. But with games, there is, uh, you know, maybe this is, you could argue, the gaming community's fault. Maybe you could argue uh, this is the fault of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, impatient gamers. But I think it's just, in reality, there is a more direct line of feedback between the people who make video games and the people who play it. And so forever, they've said, yeah, this is disappointing. And, you know, although Mojang would be in their rights to be like, yeah, well, tough, we need to fix bugs, they've decided to do something different, um, which we could kind of simplify down to saying uh, that it's, a, you know, minor versions are now less minor versions. 1.19.50 didn't just add... A bunch of bug fixes. It, it did that too. Um, it didn't just add features that are like small and wouldn't really count as things. It also added a brand new game mode. If you haven't played it yet, 1.19.50 has spectator mode. It also added some testing for future update stuff. Like there is a lot to play around with in the update if you want there to be. And that is, is good news as far as I see. That as far as I'm concerned is a positive improvement. Two thumbs up. Uh, you know, like to adding features in there, um, and uh, so I, I think that because I, I think it really is proving on some level that people, you know, because people have liked it. I've seen, I've just seen a lot of positive positivity saying, yeah, it's not 1.20 like we all want in our hearts, but at least we can say here was a new update. Minecraft is better today than it was a week ago. Minecraft is 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 in a more positive place. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, there has been a forwards momentum and that's all people really want in the world isn't it if you if you really think about it everyone wants to see that the <laughs> could you spot the minecraft there by the way uh, i i want to come into that later um but yeah people spot the momentum and they see that things have gone forwards and so uh minor versions are now becoming slightly less minor versions and i think that works when you just have something to look at something to point to directly and say this is the thing um then then people like that i i you know a, a fun a fun equivalent is basically every other product in the world um they, they every i you know from cars to phones to laptops everything comes out once a year now like that's just we uh maybe you could call it consumer culture but there are updates to things even physical you know i, I made a joke about you can't update a book i guarantee there's a i got this from my plumber by the way <laughs> he's just like oh yeah you play minecraft i bet you'd like that so my, i i <laughs> i i got this book from 2011 i bet they've made one since then it's actually a really nice like you know i like it it's hardcover i, I don't i can't imagine what it cost him or why he bought it but, um, you know, they, they no doubt have made a physical version of this because everything comes in repeating uh, layouts and subscriptions, right? Every, everything, um, you know, like everything must be recurring. Buying something once and then never again, that's old hat. Like this water bottle, mm. sure do love hydration, by the way. It's good for you. Uh, but this, this water bottle has the problem, you know, build life. Uh, <laughs> has the problem of like, you're only going to buy it once. Maybe if you need a second water bottle, you might buy a second one. Where yeah, and that's 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 a business model that means they always need new customers. Whereas Minecraft, the genius thing, is it's the first video game to really say, 
what if instead of just getting new customers, we also had like old ones want to keep playing the game. So updates are available for free. I actually think that's the most consumer friendly way to do it. You can't do that with a phone and say, yeah, if you have this year's Galaxy Fold, you get the next one for free. Um, but you know, like the, you, they do it with software updates, at least for you know, most phones out there. That like, yeah, to encourage you to like your phone, how about we give you cool things for the next few years? To encourage you to play some Minecraft, how about some software updates? It's a, it's a, it's a business model that almost makes no sense on the surface. Who, who in their, who in their mind at all is honestly uh, going to be uh, <laughs> like who in their right mind uh, is is saying that giving something away for free to keep people using your old product is good? And honestly, the answer is that in the early days of Minecraft, it probably wasn't the smartest business decision, but it me- it led to the game growing and growing and growing into where it is today. And so I-, I think even though we can say that Mojang don't owe people anything, they do owe people just a little bit. They owe people, uh, you know, updates to their game that they have because it's one of the things that they buy it based on. Although that, that creates another... Uh, side issue uh, to <laughs> like honestly when a company makes something which sounds like a promise but isn't do they owe that to people when a company says they're going to do something oh you can uh, well, when a company says they're going to do something do they owe it to you to do that thing or is it just well it'd be nice you know like when Mojang said uh, when they you know like in the early days of console every feature from console will move over to bedrock. They didn't, you know, like, uh, they, uh, Mojang staff have come out again and again and said, it wasn't a promise, technically. We saw this with Fireflies, to go back to that. It's not a promise. Concept art is not a commitment. Just because we said we'd do something, if we didn't say double double, no takesy backsies, no no cross fingers, then it doesn't count. Uh, you know how the corporate world is. Um, and, you know, like, uh, so as a result of that being the take, that, like, yeah, there's no, honestly, yeah, on a, on a promise level, on a, like, a, on a do they owe you something level, they don't owe you anything. They're choosing to give all of this stuff out. And the reason that they're choosing to make these minor updates better is because that can create more hype for the game. I, uh, I honestly, I'm going to level with you here. I haven't played Fortnite in years, but I do know they do updates every, it's either week or two week. And even if it's something really minor, they take guns out of the game sometimes, these updates. like, But even just the minor rejiggering of things is enough to make people go, Ooh, and build some hype. And uh, that, you know, like that new model of free-to-play games doing something brand new every week makes Minecraft, we might do some things every year maybe, uh, kind of like less impactful. In fact, um, I, I can see this in my own channel uh, data. You can see this by go- doing the uh, the Google Trends for Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft has peaks with updates. Updates are what bring people back. Updates are what get new people in. Because who's going to talk about Minecraft to their friends casually now? If I spoke about Minecraft to my friends, they'd be like, yeah, I know Minecraft. I've played it three separate times now. Uh, You know, like, it's not a new conversation. And so to have a new conversation, there has to be something brand new. And you can't have conversations about bug fixes. You can't tell, say your friends, oh yeah, a new bug fix came out, so I'm starting a server. Whereas you can say, oh, did you hear? They finally fixed Enderman. And also there's bamboo wood if we want to play around with it. Or, uh, you know, like, uh, people can actually talk about that stuff. Even the minor stuff, like, they made the the noises better. Or um, the adding the mob heads onto the the note blocks, right? That's technically... Like, adding these small things makes... You know, the creative inventory organization, they're small features, but they're enough to make people curious. Someone who was on the edge gets pushed over the edge, you know, uh, and that's that's the power of these minor updates. And so from the, from the perspective of Mojang, minor versions 
100% are working, by the way. If you are, uh, if, if, from, from the perspective of Mojang, yeah, it, it, things are going great. Are minor versions working out? Yes, minor versions are 100% working out. However, uh, from the perspective of the community, is it the same? And honestly, I, I would, I, like I said, that there's been overwhelmingly good feedback about the bigger ones. Like uh, 1.18.30, I think, was a similarly sized one. People like that too. Seeing these small things to tide people over for the big things is good. Uh, we see this actually, um, there's a really interesting point here about like, Mojang can try so hard to build hype artificially, but honestly, there are only some things that people want. They, <laughs> uh, we, every, every Minecraft Live, uh, as I discussed with Echo last week, um, they know what builds excitement. There is excitement being built uh, for... Um, this is huge excitement for new Minecraft updates. Maybe even a new Minecraft game can pique the curiosity, whereas there is much less excitement for, oh yeah, we partnered with this charitable organization to teach people about... Uh, you know, like, uh, women in the Revolutionary War. And, you know, I get that's, uh, those are important things, but they're not hype-building things. You can try and build hype around it all you like, but most people go, that's a fun over-there thing. In the same way, like, to, in case you think, like, oh, so you can't, are you saying just because it's a, it's an important social issue people don't care? No, it's a, it's a Minecraft issue that doesn't affect the game. Uh, in, in the same way that getting people to care about a Minecraft map um, you know, it's it's very, very hard because it's not Minecraft inherently. You're almost changing the game to play Batman or uh, one of these things. And so, uh, yeah, the, the the getting people to care is hard. It's only traditionally really worked for brand new Minecraft games and updates. And then sometimes these, like, outside-the-game events like Minecon build a level of hype. But it's still never matched by this is the thing that we sell. This is, you know, like... In the same way, like I am a uh, I am a YouTuber, right? That's my that's my 2022 career title. And uh, you know, I, the thing you care about is YouTube videos, or maybe you know podcasts. Wow, which uh, <laughs> you, you you care about these things, and that's why you come to me, right? You you come to me for those things. Trying to build your excitement about something else is going to be pretty hard. Which is a relevant time, by the way, to say. Um, so, yeah, I, th this is something that's fun to me. One of the things that makes a podcast work, because you have far fewer listeners in a podcast, but they enjoy it more. So, basically, uh, there are two ways you can fund this. One is the traditional Patreon donation model, and the other uh, is via uh, ads or sponsorships, you could say. And so now is a good time to mention that this particular, uh, you know, uh, this particular podcast, this particular Deep in the Mind, uh, and it is, is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um... This is, this is something I actually want to say, like, kind of importantly, is there are times, uh, there have been times, I, if, if I'm, if I'm leveling with you, I've, I've gone through some strange times where, like, everything in life seems very straightforward. You, you, when you know how to, when, when something bad happens, you know how to deal with it if it's one of the obvious bad things, but sometimes things are really complex, and you don't even know how to process something, let alone deal with the thing. And honestly, talking to someone is important. And talking to someone can just be talk to a friend, but sometimes you don't want to talk to a friend. Maybe the issue is real sensitive. Maybe you're worried about, uh, you know, all these different things. So having a professional is good on that level because they, they're they legally bound to protect you, probably. Um, that's I, I, I want to say that's how that works. So I recommend uh, that a good alternative to, like, talking to someone in the real life 
where it takes a hard, it's it's really hard to find someone near you. It's a, right, an alternative to that can be BetterHelp Online Therapy, which is basically the next thing. So um, yeah, if you are ever feeling unsure uh, in career changes, new relationships, becoming a parent, man, I, I, I am definitely unsure about at least two of those three things, um, then uh, make sure uh, that you, you you speak to someone. And one of the best ways to do that is BetterHelp because therapists can help you figure out the cause of changing and challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you because you're a complex engine, you are. Uh, BetterHelp has connected over three million people with licensed therapists. It's it's a convenient and accessible anywhere, 100% online. Whether or not you've been in therapy personally, um, it's something that you should give a whole try to. And uh, I, I, I personally, I, I I don't know if there is actually a stigma about it. I, I, I get differing responses from different people. But the, um, I, I think the, I, I, it's one of those things that's hard to talk about, but it's one of those things that I, I, I've, I've tried and have found helpful in the instances that it has been. So if you're going through one of those things, maybe BetterHelp's for you. Use the link in the description, betterhelp.com slash mine. You get that? Like, it's my link, but also, do you, do you see it? Is it making sense? See, this is why doing a video podcast is dumb, because, like, you know, 20% of the viewers are seeing that I'm pointing to the mine in the sign, but everyone else is just like, what do you mean? You can't just, you can't make visual gags and not follow up on them, Toy Cat. But I can do whatever I want, just like how Minecraft can do whatever they want. Ooh, yeah, transition. Um, Minecraft um, has a a serious, like, direction confidence issue, I think. Um, so, uh, you know, right now we're seeing vaguely positive changes in quite a few places. I think genuinely as an organization, they're not 100% complacent anymore, like we saw for a little bit during the COVID era, where they're just like, <laughs> what do we get? We're Minecraft. What are people going to do? Stop playing this game during lockdown? We're going to do what we feel like for a bit. You know, I, I obviously I'm over-exaggerating, but it really did feel like they're like, yeah, so we just we just didn't for a while. There were some mistakes over there, and so we just waited a few... Yeah, it, it felt like a very poorly planned uh, time for Minecraft. Maybe understandably so. You know, I, the, the cover situation in Sweden was very different to that of the one in Washington. Maybe that made cross-office productivity hard. Maybe intra-office productivity, because um, Washington was one of the hardest. You know, there, there are lots of reasons, and mental health that was affected as a result of it, by the way, is one of them. Wow, if only they'd gone to betterhelp.com slash mine. Um... But you know, for real, like um, it it is one of those. Um, I I I I rant on the internet. It's therapeutic, by the way. Is is totally true. Like I I think one of the lucky things that I have here, just to 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 talk for real here. Like I when I do sponsor spots, I'm only gonna talk about things that I I believe in at least the the core idea of. And one of the, those things genuinely is therapy. Like talking about stuff. When you when you convert your thoughts into words. It's the same brain, right, from here to here. I mean, it's actually going from here to here or something. Like, it's all going across your brain. But when you convert something tricky from just vague thoughts, it, like, you know, um, let, let's try it right now. I I, I got, I, I did a 14-hour Minecraft live stream. <laughs> and if I'd have hit 17 hours, if I'd have hit, like, 17 and a half hours, I would have officially done something nuts. I did 100 days live, the first person to have ever done that. Um, I was really, and I, getting 14 hours in and failing sucks so bad because I knew that if I just, if I'd had made a wasteful decision to eat a golden apple, I would have saved myself from it. 
However, if I'd have eaten the golden apple, I knew I would have thought that that was wasteful afterwards. Like, I didn't even need to do this. Um, and so I, I, I'm in this situation where I'm, like, blaming myself for this big, you know, because going 14 hours out of 17 hours and still failing is like doing three hours or five hours. You know, it, it might as well have been nothing, honestly, to some extent. And so there's a part of me that feels like that's bad. It was, I... I'm gonna, I, 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 if I'm gonna do it again, I'm gonna make sure I go overcautious rather than undercautious. And I did that in a lot of ways, but one of the ways I didn't do that was golden apples. And you can't get golden apples from online therapy, probably. I might be legally obliged to say. You know, I'm not legally obliged to say anything, but what I do want to talk about, uh, like I was saying, so Minecraft as a whole, like, the, the, the game, uh, it felt like there were just some growing pains. If I, if I'm leveling with you, um, the, the studio grew a lot, and then they entirely changed the way they worked. You know, like, work from home in some places, and, like, semi-full offices in others, and... So, basically, uh, and I think collaboration is essential if you're gonna have so many employees. Because when Minecraft started, it was just a few dudes. Like, <laughs> you can see the earliest uh, pictures of the Mojang office, and it's like, my, my, my god. Like, uh, if, you, if you search, like, Mojang Office 20, 2010, you'll see, like, three people... And it, it's it's really really tiny is my point and they had to grow so it, it'll be like it's two dudes at a desk programming minecraft and so when it's two dudes at a desk you'd assume that's 300 times worse than 600 dudes across you know dozens of desks but actually um there are lots of efficiencies to be gained from a small team one of which is you just um you know I, 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 what i do here on youtube if i need to not do something I could take a, ga a gap, then get back into it. I am, I, I do most of the steps between starting and finishing a project, which makes it very easy to follow. Whereas if you're just one cog in a machine, it's much, much harder to keep a process going to get all these things lined up. That's why project managers are a, a big title you should get into if you want to get paid without really doing anything besides having social skills. Life pro tip, by the way. But um, yeah, like I, I would say that um, there is this like, uh, there's this need to organize people that's so hard and it's especially hard if you're not in person, right? I, whether, whether you can fix that or not is, is something you can work out. But an example of this, because whenever people say like, well, there's just more people, how can they not get stuff done? I want to talk about an example that's like been on my mind forever. Because, um, so my, Minecraft is this, you guys familiar with this brand, brand new update? I'll show you if you're not. Wow, look, this is Minecraft. And um, yeah, if you go into, say, uh, a brand new world, uh, if, you, if you're like, uh, you know, like if, if if you look at around, okay, so this is Toy Cat is yes, right? So uh, this is the new menu. No, this is not the new menu screen. This is the new. <laughs> it's it's weird. You only get the new menu. Okay, so first of all, they they wanted to make a new menu, right? And so they make a new menu by uh, what do they do? Well, they uh, oh, actually, what they decide to do is they implement it for some devices, sometimes only. They had a lot of other menu skin concepts that look better than this one. I don't know where all of those went. So they they started with a project which was, let's make Minecraft's menu better. They were gonna overhaul the entire thing. It looked it looked incredible, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I'll, uh, in fact, I'll, uh, I'll show you what the original design was. Minecraft's new menu screen. They announced it in Paris in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the uh, I'll show you my own video here. Um, <laughs> okay, so just, you get, you know, this, this is the best image of it that exists outside of, uh, Mojang's own, uh, thing. So, yeah, if I, if I show you real quick, okay, sorry about my very, very haphazard skills here. Um, if you look at the original menu screen idea, um, you know, look, look past the dumb YouTube arrows and 
text. But you can see like, whoa, yeah, they wanted to redo the menu so that more data was there. Your worlds could be accessible from one click. It was a brand new rebranding of Minecraft. Look, do you see that in the in the top in the top there? Like, oh yeah, that Minecraft logo is smaller. They have the key profile information in the top left, like in other games. They were fixing Minecraft in so many ways and moving the menu forwards. So that's what they planned in 2017. Um, it uh, they had to re stop doing it because it used JavaScript. I want to say is it? J it might be Java rather than JavaScript, but it used. Um, I'm pretty sure it's JavaScript. And so then what they did is they made this instead, this brand new create new world screen. It took them years to get this off the ground. You know, like I, I've seen some of the developers on it and it looked like it was hard work from how long they it took them to do it. But this brand new screen got years to get off the ground and then was only available for some devices. It's now available for all devices, specifically for creating new worlds. This brand new menu screen they took years developing, at least five, is only available when you create a new world, meaning there is now two menu screens. There's this one for actually creating a new world. And then, like I said, there is this one. There is the... Um, there's the brand new menu screen. There's the old menu screen, which still exists for almost every, you know, connection with the world. You need to understand both systems, which makes it the worst of both worlds to begin with. But then here's the other thing about it. Because there are menu designers. Like, there are there are Minecraft game designers. There are programmers. There are, like, uh, background people. There are server people. You know, like, every part of Mojang is so heavily segregated that the people designing the menu don't have any interaction with how the menu works. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, they have a piece of code back there that says, if you toggle something, you can turn on, say, the flat world option, which, oh, by the way, look at that. That's nice. It actually, it gives you a little image of it. See that? They can do nice things like that. They can be like, when this is turned on, do this. But they can't actually interact with Minecraft's code in any way. Or maybe they can, but they don't know how to. Maybe it's not within the scope of their work. It doesn't happen, is my point to say. The new menu screen has all the functionality of the old one. I, I really think this is amazing, by the way. Um, so, uh, you know, they, they, I think they added a few new seed templates, but again, they're just within the context of the old um, screen, this is what they did. It's 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 fascinating to me, at least. It, it looks better. It's got much nicer buttons and different, uh, like, noises. However, because they didn't add anything new, it's just a it's just a reorganization. You know how we were just talking about when they update something and you can't even tell what's changed? This is an update that moves everything around and makes it big buttons which are confusing for no perceivably good reason. The only thing that changes are these little text additions cuz obviously they can add text to a new menu screen cuz that's that doesn't require any programming besides add the text below the design, which makes it part of the menu screen design. But then if you look at dumb things like, okay, respawn blocks explode, respawn anchors and beds can explode. Okay, that makes sense. TNT explodes, red blocks goes boom. So it's it's got like fun ways to explain these. However, then there's some really confusing stuff in here. So my, my least favorite one is natural regeneration. Gain or lose health based on your hunger. That sounds like a brand new feature they've just announced there. Because natural regeneration is the inability to gain uh, health based on your hunger. Um, you can still lose health based on your hunger before this update, obviously. When they added the new menu screen, though, they didn't change it at all. They just they misunderstood the game mode, and they couldn't they can't change the game to fix that. So they're going to have to fix the menu screen. You get what I'm saying? Like, Minecraft developers of previous years, when they when they had much bigger individual scopes, could be like, oh yeah, I want a new game mode. I'm just going to add super flat. <laughs> it's a flat world. And then they would add set it, the, the menus for it. They would add the polish for it. They'd add all these different screens. 
All they can do now is make the menu look different and then tell someone on the gameplay team to work on it. But if someone on the gameplay team isn't excited about working on it, they might do so, or they might not. They might prioritize working on, say, bugs. And uh, yeah, to me, looking around the new menu, uh, you just see so many examples of like, oh, we have, we have such a good like premise here. Uh, even like, you know, this is, this is dumb to me. It read more, right? Um, okay, well, that's actually, uh, <laughs> it, it tells you about that. I, usually when it says read more, it takes you to a website outside the game. There are genuine, like, you know, this, this is Minecraft, but it's filled with these, uh, like links to outside, uh, stuff. Also, you know, something they probably could have fixed is like when you create a new world and it assumes that you want to buy something for you not, but they can't do that because this is a monetization decision. They can't actually, you know, the reason the new menu screen, which looked amazing, need I remind you, um, the, the new menu screen cannot be added because it would remove the store button. If we go back to uh, Minecraft real quick, you'll see that the, the main homepage has this always, uh, like, a there's always direct visibility for the marketplace. That's in addition to your dressing room, also having direct visibility for the marketplace. That's in addition to the uh, achievements, which you do sometimes link you to these outfits, which if you look at those, takes you to the character creator where you can buy other outfits. Like there are every, you know, like the part, uh, lots of the parts of this game are optimized so they can set, you know, like even realm invites. Like you go to realm invites, oh, I want to join your worlds because Toy Cat will see my mega build. Would it be cool if I could like make a realm I better spend some money on that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm being cynical. But there is a real monetization downside if they make Minecraft better. And so that means they need to get the monetization team on, you know, whoever is in charge of revenue management at Microsoft to say, look, we will sell more copies of a better menu. We'll sell more copies by putting, you know, emphasis on new game modes and stuff than we will by just throwing marketplace stuff in people's faces. They can make that argument. They can try and make the case to the team. Whether that's going to work or not, you know, the people with the, uh, what, what is it called? An MBA, right? The, 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 the a, a business, um, <laughs> like a, a, you know, like a proper, like a, what does it actually stands for? A master of business. Or so, I, you know, I, 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 you can see my intimate knowledge of the university system here. But, you know, like uh, th those people are going to say, wait, you want to convert, you want to go down from 10% conversion of people to sales to 9% conversion of people to sales? But, and you think you can make it up by just selling 10% 10, 10 more copies? What if we sold 10% more copies and we kept it? And so, like, you, if they're working on a new menu design, they have to keep the same real estate, the same click-through rate for those things. If they're working on new menus and they want gameplay features, they need someone from the other side of the company to go work on that. And if someone who's working on a cool new gameplay feature needs something, they need people from the art team to... You know, like, um, when you specialize to such a heavy degree, you need collaboration or it doesn't work. If you can't share and talk about your stuff, it's not going to work. And that is something that I think is just kind of inherent. I My, my personal solution to this, by the way, because um, the, the few times that we get really good Minecraft collaboration, it seems, one of the like kind of frivolous seeming things from the outside are these big summits they do a couple times a year where everyone's, uh, well, they get everyone in a room or everyone in a virtual room and they go, here is the new update. This is what we work towards. You might be excited about your, your brand new menu redesign, but what matters is 1.21. It's going to have an end update. Trust me, that's just how it's going to be. Um, those are the things that actually get people deeply, really excited. Because, uh, you know, that's, that's the funny thing about big corporations that I've, I've learned over my time just dealing with them from the outside 
is getting people, you know, me to, for me to work on my own stuff. I get myself motivated. Maybe I, you know, find the right people with the right skills who can do the thing, and we're good. Getting a whole organization of a hundred people to do something. Oh my god, how, do, how does that even happen? Getting an organization of several hundred people like Mojang to do something while they're under a corporation with over a hundred thousand. It just, it, it all seems like insanity, is what I'm saying. There is absolute insanity underpinning uh, how any mo modern, modern games gets developed. And I don't even know if the solution is like, what if they had fewer employees again? Because there can be a way that 600 people make a Minecraft that is 600 times better than the one made by one person but it requires all of those 600 people to be as good, to be as well, you know, as, as motivated, to have the same goal and to have the same dedication and commitment. Is that true? I mean, mathematically, you can say it's probably not. Um, we, we do see a lot of uh, developers and whatnot, like, go uh, deeper in it. But yeah, anyway, I hope, I, I, I hope that, like, point is important. I also hope, I feel like whenever I say hope, it's, like, an impl implication of going. I hope that Minecraft learns from this... Uh, this minor update thing being important, that they could do something quite interesting because they're doing a one a year update. It might be important to, as well as these minor version updates, go for like a TikTok style system. That's right, 10 second videos is what I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about uh, TikTok like the clock. Um, so TikTok is, uh, if, you, if you've never heard of the TikTok update cycle, uh, it initially comes from Intel way back in the early 2000s where every two years they go from improving their existing architecture uh, is, is the TOC update, I believe. And then the TIC updates, the big ones, are when they entirely... Uh, they, they shrink the die, basically. Like, uh, we used to have uh, transistors be, like, 500 um, micrometers apart. Now they're 14 nanometers apart. And that might mean absolutely nothing. To Actually, I think they're probably less than 14. It's probably 11. Uh, what NM transistors are we on? Are you not? Let's confirm that first. Because it's been a few... Oh, okay, okay, so we're currently on 7 to 10 nanometers in size. And they're currently on track to get to 5 nanometers. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we've gone from... And you know there are theoretical chips at 2 nanometers. Just to put that in perspective for you. A nanometer is, I want to say, a 1 1,000th of a micrometer. Uh, it might be... You know is, is it is it 1 1,000th? I think it's 1 1,000th. Anyway, so yeah. A, uh, <laughs> which a micrometer is already very... like. If if you put your thumb and finger perfectly together, you're probably basically approximating a micrometer as it is. So my, my point here is to say, wow, we have moved crazy forward in technology, and they do that by alternating between improving and start again from a smaller scale. Improve it, smaller scale. If you will, look at the motion I'm making. Does it look like a clock? Maybe it does. I think Minecraft can learn from that by having, you know, like the, the, the Buzzy Bees update is the... <laughs> It's just the classic, like, why did we need that? But if it was, if that Buzzy Bees update came as 1.14.3, if that came, you know, if we had Caves and Cliff Part 1 as the never update, you know, like uh, 1.16.3, people would be like, okay, yeah, some new features to play around with while we wait for the big thing that we're still excited for. No, you know, people like improvements to efficiency, but they like when the tech gets smaller. You might like, like, oh yeah, the, the iPhone 13S... Sounds really cool, but the 14, you know, actually, I, uh, phones are a bad example because they've all kind of sucked for a while. You know, okay, actually, my, my old phone, you know what it didn't do? It didn't, I just love folding phones. I really cannot express it enough. My, my phone folds. You see that? There is a screen. It's like, you know, like it, it genuinely folds in half, though. Um, 
that's a cool technology improvement. Whereas the next version of this, they're going to be like, it has a 10% better camera, and also it comes in red now. And like, that's fun for some people, but not for me. Anyway, speaking of fun for some people, but not for me, I hope that you've enjoyed episode 4 of Deep in the Mine. There wasn't an episode last week, and the retroactive justification is that Thanksgiving is a thing. So checkmate, that would be on Thursday. Uh, But yeah, this is a weekly show, and so I look forward to seeing you next week for episode 5. I, um, yeah, like I said, I appreciate if you support the sponsors on this. Uh, I am being a little bit picky of them to make sure... uh, Because again, I really do believe in therapy. I, uh, I think that's an important thing. And, uh, you know, there's like, you know, I, 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 I could like make a list of things I do and don't agree with now. So I like, uh, I like VPNs as an idea, as if they're trustworthy VPN companies. Uh, I like VPNs. Don't like that established title thing that claims that you can be a lord in Scotland if you, if you give them a few dollars because they don't actually give you ownership over the plot. And also ownership over a plot of land isn't what makes someone a lord. We have like a whole, whole like peerage process that makes someone that. Uh, if owning land made you a lord, I would be a lord. I mean, I'm a landlord, actually. I guess you could be a landlord of one of those companies. Um, a laird, not a lord. Aye, it's a laird, not a lord. I think this is a Northern Irish accent, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so th- those companies on the on the boohoo list. Um, I think, uh, you know, like a, like a financial product company, if they're saying, do some reliable investing, do it on a monthly basis... Yes, if they're saying invest in crypto, it can never go poorly. No, you know, I, I I could give you my list of red lines, and I won't promote Coke. I'm only I'm a I'm a Pepsi guy over here. Um, I'll I'll give I'll give you I'll, I'll give you more on my list next week. But for now, I hope you all enjoyed Deep in the Mine, and let's join join me next week because we're going to also get very deep while talking about the Minecraft. Thank you for watching. Hope you all enjoyed, and I'll see you for episode five. Goodbye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.